welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jesse, as always. As always. Um, listeners, nerds, fr- friends. Um, <laughs> uh, today's episode, uh, we are going to uh, get into misconceptions again. Uh, we had such a long list surprisingly of misconceptions um that we really needed to break it up into two episodes uh so this is your part two of that long of a list it's just the fact that we talk a lot listen i was trying not to call us out but you've you've done done it now so we like to talk and that's why we have a podcast um but before we get into that uh jesse cocktail corner what are you sipping on over there mexican hot chocolate cold outside is chocolate time I'm trying a new beer and it's pretty good. It's Belgian style wheat ale with orange peel. It's a flat tire by New Belgium. Or it's New Belgium is the brand. The beer is called Flat Tire. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Jesse, you feeling curious about anything over there? Uh, yeah. Drinking your yeah. Mexican hot chocolate? Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, so my question for you is, and this, again, I don't think I've asked it for you, but if I have, go ahead and cut her out. Um, Give you a little Is uh, the strangest or most off-the-wall thing that a non-cosplayer has asked you about cosplay? Um... I think probably what we referenced in our first go round of misconceptions, um, just like if it's a if it's a kink thing, if it's a if it's a sex thing, um, I think that's probably the most random weird thing. Uh, most other people are just you know they're pretty pretty chill about it and um, have a pretty good you know they they understand that. It, we make costumes and then we wear them and you know they might not understand what all con is but you know for the most part i think people just think we make costumes and wear them but i have had people ask uh so is it like a sex thing uh so that's the weirdest what about you um probably i don't know that anyone has ever asked me if it's a sex thing i don't talk to people the way that you do you know what i mean like the only people that I talk to about cosplay are my students who I would say the majority of them know what cosplay is. And then my coworkers who had just no idea. So they didn't know to ask if it was a sex thing. And maybe they were thinking it, but they were just right. to ask, I guess. But, you know, it wasn't like they had heard of it and like thought, oh, that's a sex thing. I was just like, yeah, this is a thing that people do. And then uh like other than that it's just like my friends and family I don't really like I don't talk to acquaintances as much like so I I don't think anyone's ever asked me if it's a sex thing I think the weirdest thing that would be like when I have something that like to me is very clearly homemade and someone will be like did you make that so like my crow headpiece, which was, you know, to me, very obviously a dollar store laundry basket that was cut in half and spray painted gold. Someone asked mm-hmm. me that or bought it. So like, I mean, I guess like there are things that are commissioned, but like, you know, 
I don't think my things are like commission quality most of the time. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the weirdest. Uh, it's not that weird, I guess, but like to me, again, the things are generally very obviously handmade. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so let's just, you know, jump right into the episode. Um, one of our first misconceptions um, for this episode is uh, someone wrote in and said that a family member had asked, is is it modeling? Like, is that what you're about? Like, are you doing it for modeling? Uh, and this person said, you know, like, no, I, I like making making the costumes and wear of wearing them, but like taking pictures. Um, and, you know, we're gonna get into this later on a different question, but, you know, that's the hardest part is the posing and the taking pictures and like not knowing what to do with your hands and your face. Yeah, like, yeah I like, uh having nice pictures of me and my cosplays but i hate taking the pictures uh right it's yeah it we, just, we it both feels very awkward yeah. a lot of times you feel like people are looking at you which in fairness you are in costume yeah so yeah i mean i think i think probably for some cosplayers uh you know they enjoy the photo shoot aspect you know some of them might be you know uh trying to start off some kind of modeling gig you know we know that there are like well, like there are um, a lot of social media only cosplayers that don't really go to conventions, especially during the pandemic. So like right. all they're doing is taking pictures or there's a lot of like, I would say borderline cosplayers, like people that do like a costume from like neck up only or like a makeup look, like, but a really in-depth detailed makeup look like. Right. Uh, and I would argue that that's a form of cosplay. Where yeah. you're, but I can see why like a family member or like a loose acquaintance might think that cosplay is a modeling thing because you know most of my friends and family only see my only see the pictures like the pictures I post on social media which are very posed so right. things like that I think it might be where that comes from just a guess for me I, I think that might be why that could be a misconception yeah. I don't think we've ever yeah. had it. I've never had anyone think that I was doing like modeling. No. Our second misconception is, I would say this is more borderline a misconception, but it's about having like people that you don't really know be like not um, asking you to make something that without really realizing the um, uh, work or effort that goes into it. So I guess kind of a way to summarize that is the misconception that because we enjoy doing it, we would want to do it anytime for anyone for any price. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, you know, for, you know, for us, we might really struggle getting something done, but that's part of like, the joy in finishing it is like oh my gosh this was so hard but look at it now but like neither of us wants to be spending time making now like I'm not saying I wouldn't make something for someone but some random person like oh that looks really good like will you make it for me acquaintance that like found you on Facebook or something right, right. like mm -hmm. and the same thing with borrowing cosplays like 
you know, I've had people say stuff before about like, oh, can I borrow that? And I'm like, um, <laughs> like only a select few people get to dig through my cosplay closet. I guess one of, see, that's not something that I haven't thought about before, but I guess that could be considered a plus of being, no pun intended, a plus size cosplayer is that plus size people tend to be shaped so differently that what is flattering on my body would not be flattering or even necessarily fit on another plus size body, even though if we were quote unquote the same size. I just, I don't see anyone that I, I don't see anyone at all really tangentially asking to borrow stuff from me. Also, like I said, I like present myself differently than you do. I present myself very much. If you are a casual acquaintance from high school, I'm not interested. Right. So if like, I don't think any of the uh, bitchy girls we went to high school with are going to be like, Hey, can I borrow your, you know, your plus size sailor moon? (laughs) Like, I don't think most of them know what sailor moon is. There's one person in particular who was like actively shitty about cosplay when I first started cosplaying, like posting like this person was like, who are these weirdos? These people are freaks, like actively making fun of the cosplayers that she saw walking to the convention and I was like Mm-mm. so like if she asked me to do something I'd be like you can sit and spin that's what you can do but like again I would say so I would say that's not really a misconception that I've personally dealt with per se because like I said most people that have asked me to make something I'm fine making it for them because like I've knitted stuff for you but like right. you've helped me do stuff and your mom's helped me do stuff and like you know, generally I offer. Well, I was going to say, that's just the cards that you get when your best friends like, hey. Right, that's what I'm saying. So like something like that, yes, I have. But like if someone random was just like, hey, can you, so, but I don't like that hasn't really happened that I can recall. The only thing that comes, comes somewhat close to something, I think maybe I've mentioned elsewhere on the episode or maybe on Misconceptions Part 1, but sometimes we'll be walking, especially with like knit and crocheted stuff. Um, people will want something knit or crocheted and they'll be like, oh, could you make one of those for me? And I'd be like, yeah, but it would be so expensive. You're not going to want me. Like if I paid myself the money, even half the money that it's worth, you're not going right. to Like, There's a reason when you see knit and crochet or really any handmade item on like Etsy or elsewhere online, there's a reason why it's you know, expensive because it takes not only it takes forever to get to the level where you can make it, you know, it takes a ton of time to just actually sit down and make it. And then also you've got the stress of like a timeline to get it done. Whereas if I'm knitting something for myself, it can sit in a bag for six years and who gives a shit? Uh, You know, if there is something like that, you see someone's Doctor Who scarf at a convention or you see someone's cool Pokemon or pokeballs or whatever you're like huh that is something i would like to own but there's no way i could afford to pay 300 dollars for it uh use that as an excuse to learn to knit or crochet like it's a pretty affordable hobby um uh you know crochet hooks are like a buck a piece you can get a full set online of every hook size you'd really need for most projects you can get one for like seven bucks uh yarn you can get yarn at 
a lot of thrift stops, thrift shops for really cheap. Even if you buy it from like Joann's, you can get the super saver yarn for like buck 50, two bucks a skein on uh, sale. And that's good for a lot of projects. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of great YouTube resources. Like I taught myself crochet using YouTube. I never had a lesson or, you know, talk to a person about it. Like I straight up just watched YouTube and then figured it out through trial and error. So, you know, I guess that's what I'm saying. If you're the type of person like, oh, I wish I could have this. Cause that's exactly why I learned to knit and crochet as I mentioned before on the podcast. Um, cause I wanted to have these cool things but I couldn't afford to pay people what they were worth. Um, right. So that's not, I just didn't want it to come across as we were saying like, oh, it's too good. Like you couldn't afford it. It's just. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next misconception uh, that was submitted was uh, people expect me to act a certain way based off of who I'm cosplaying. And we've talked about this on the podcast before because that's kind of what cosplay implies is that you're playing along yeah. to that character. About people, you know, some, there are some people who specifically consider themselves costumers and not cosplayers because they right. just wear the costume. They don't, you know, role play as that character. And to me, I think it's like a range. That was the one when that, like that, that was the one I related to the most, I think from, because mm-hmm. it is such a misconception, but I would, did not think of it as a misconception. You know, I would not mm-hmm. have. So that was a really good one. I think I'm less inhibited mm-hmm. uh, for me. Uh but I think that every costumer or cosplayer, what have you, whatever they consider themselves, like to me, it's just whatever you want to call yourself. Like sometimes I'll say, oh, it's a costume. Most of the time I'll call it a cosplay. I consider Halloween a, like if I'm wearing something for Halloween, I consider it a costume. But when you wear it to a con for some reason, then it turns into a cosplay. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of, you know, the, the, the yeah yeah i mean to, yeah. I, like to me it's still a costume you know like right it's still a costume but i'm cosplaying people, you know yeah, like, like yeah yeah i mean it just yeah i don't uh, like i can't explain it yeah uh but and like you said i feel like also there's it, it's definitely there is a change in my personality i feel like when i'm in a cosplay not it's yeah. not I wouldn't well, say a change in my personality it just brings out it's confidence parts of Con- my yeah like I was gonna say confidence, confidence and then feel, like and like sometimes I'll like kind of more jokingly uh role play you know what I mean like like if I'm Thor I mean be like oh well I can smash it with my hammer you know like make a dumb joke to you Right. I don't generally like it's it's harder for me to or like like I said one big thing the very first costume I did death when I did death the I won't say a negative thing but something that was very awkward or like unexpected for me was how many people like pretended to be scared of me or like oh Mm -hmm. no like oh no I'm gonna die or like whatever because they you know like that's part of cosplay for them. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say out of like the cosplayers that we know, like I would say there's a little bit of an equal mix of people that like when people 
play up to them, they react versus them being more like us and being like, oh, (laughs) like I was going to say we react, but it's uh, Jamarcus and headlights. I was going to say we're more like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it was very well. And like, I would say the worst one for me, and I think I have mentioned this on the podcast is when I was cap. And I had multiple people be like, thank you for your service. And I felt like it was right. almost disrespectful to, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a military member. So to me, right. I felt like it was disrespectful to like role play as if I was an actual soldier. Like I know right. he's a fictional character and that many, many people cosplay as him. But like, and I know those people didn't mean anything by it. They were just trying to have fun. So like, I'm, it's, it's nothing just, I think for us, I think for us, it is just kind of like, oh, oh like (laughs) yeah well and like you know it's a lot of times it's such a quick interaction you know like when both of us were Padme like if somebody just said like Padme you know we wouldn't necessarily know who they were talking to or both of us or you know like it it just is is, and for some people that comes more naturally I think that's the part that they really like is maybe that's just us being awkward you know, and I also think like some people get more of like an affinity to their character. And I think like certain characters too tend to attract like people that really want to like act it out almost. Yeah, like Superman, I feel like is a huge one. Like I feel like a lot of Superman cosplayers are like tend to cosplay more than just costume. It is a I, I guess I was kind of happy to read that one to know that there are other cosplayers that don't even posing for me is really difficult when someone asks for Mm -hmm. a picture like to not you know to try to pose as the character is very difficult for me right trying to pose as data when people ask for pictures of my data was very difficult like to not have emotion at all not to smile um yeah just yeah yeah i agree so once again uh, it's just kind of to each cosplayer their own, but uh, you know, one way or the other, it doesn't make you a good cosplayer, I don't think. So, yeah, no, I think, like I said, some people maybe get disappointed. If it's a little kid, I try to ham it up a little bit more, right? Uh, like than I would normally. Like, I just think it's crazy. Like to me, that a little kid would actually be like so stoked, like so stoked to meet me as Thor like take a picture with me as Thor when like I'm clearly not a Hemsworth right like, you know what I what? mean like, so there's, they still think it's so cool right you know or like that little like we talked about before when we hosted the costume contest for that brunch thing and that little boy was like so like so stoked by my costume like to where as me I think this leads into the one that you're going into Whereas to me, like, I'm clearly not a Hemsworth. I'm clearly not Carrie Fisher. You know, like the fact that a kid doesn't see any of that at all. They just are like, yeah. well, the Princess Leia. Like, they right. just, you know, I just think that's makes it easier to role play because it makes you feel more like you are. And again, like if it's a kid, you don't want to disappoint them. That was my segue into right. the next conception. Uh, the next misconception we have is that you need to look like the character physically to be a good cosplayer. Um, and like Jesse said, that's something, once again, we've talked about on the podcast before. It's something that comes up a lot. Um, it's just not a thing. 
Well, just here's, straight up. Here, well, I mean, so I'm going to put a caveat in there in that, like, there are douchebags that exist. And there yes, are people. Yes, but also, like. Someone might say yes. something. They might. They, right. you know. Now, hope, like, again, it's never happened to me to my face or to. Well, and like most, once again, most cosplayers that we know and associate with would disagree with that statement. Yeah, yeah. Again, we know but, cosplayers that do crossplays, right? You know, uh, that look, you know. And once again, mm-hmm. nobody is going to look exactly like the person they're cosplaying. Right. Very few people in the world do look like Chris Hemsworth. Right. Even the other Hemsworths don't look like Chris Hemsworth. Right. You know, like, let's just throw that out there. Liam's good looking, but he's no, he's no Thor. Uh. Which one's the one from Westworld? That's the one I'm thinking of. Rick Hemsworth. I don't know, but there is a Hemsworth in Westworld. And that's the one I'm thinking of. So but now when I say that there are, like, again, if, if you're happy in it, I would say absolutely wear it. Like, obviously, I, and you don't need to keep that in consideration. This was a thing that really kind of, there was a trend shortly before Dragon Con Uh, a social media trend of people being like Uh, here's uh a picture uh of me who should I cosplay as based on this picture which first of all some people were using it as an excuse to be an asshole well and I think that I think it started off with really good intentions of people just being like I need ideas like figuring out what to cosplay I really think that was the base of it but it definitely tails like it did a tailspin right and I think that kind of helped perpetuate, like, I didn't like it just because I felt like it was kind of perpetuating, like, well, if now, and again, it kind of makes it easier if you already look like the character, especially if it is someone who wears more um, everyday clothes. Well, and like we've mentioned before, like, if you have similar hair to that person or like, you know, like that makes it easier. You don't have to mess with the wig. So, you know, maybe some people were going off of stuff like that because you and I have done that before. We've been like, okay, this is our hair color right now. What could we, or like for me, this is my hair color. Like for Loki, you know, you, you were like, I already have Loki's hair. So this is right. Yeah. Like crazy, uh, unkempt, wavy, dark, dark, dark black dark 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 right. brown so like that is something that sometimes comes into play and i think maybe that's where some people were going with it but well, like you said there were know, other like, people I that were doing know. the asshole thing and being like well you're overweight so here's an overweight right. character here's you should play characters that you can write like uh-huh. again like we've talked about before like i've seen some beautiful plus size ursulas but i personally oh want to do that character because i feel like it's one that like get so pigeonholed right like, may, and maybe i will do one day i love it and that's one that i love and i've thought about doing before because there's just been some really cool ones i've seen by by plus size cosplayers and not plus size cosplayers right. and like said, um, but like you said size. it is I've more straight size cosplayers do ursula before and do it beautifully as well there's definitely nothing saying you have to be plus size or you have to be you know ursula herself was modeled on uh a drag queen right so mm-hmm. uh you don't even have to be the gender of the 
uh, character, as we said. But I think there are definitely, like you said, like, I just feel like if I were it, they'd be like, well, of course she's Ursula, she's fat. Like, you know, yeah. like, oh, we're, oh, another fat Ursula. So again, and that's my own hang up. That's so I think part of it does come down to the cosplayer's own. Like, we know people who are like, well, I can never be a superhero because I'm not super buff. Right. That cosplay is a superhero because they're not quote unquote in shape enough. Whereas I've done Cap, I've done Thor, I've done Loki. Right. You know, to me, I would rather do a character that I think is cool or has a cool costume because I'm there's there's just very few there aren't really any you know plus size superheroes I personally don't like getting pigeonholed into that you know if if I followed that like you have to look like the character I I have no one Sharon well and also like like if we're just going off you know looks and physical in general like it would just pigeonhole some it would pigeonhole so many people yeah, well, and, and just also lessen- then you get into another like problematic thing of people saying well you can't cosplay that because you're not the right race now i mean like you know i'm not talking about like blackface blackface or that's obviously not okay but I know there is such a problem in the community with like again even when John Boyega got announced in Star Wars to that there were people who were like what well, how can there possibly be a black stormtrooper blah 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 you know like right outrage and he's not even a cosplayer he was actually in the movie like yeah so like that comes down also like there's absolutely no reason like none of us are they're not real people and even you know like it's supposed to be fun so like don't ruin it for everyone but you're comfortable in it and it doesn't hurt anyone do it that's what I would say so one that I kind of thought of and this may not be a misconception I just kind of think it is based on people's reactions or the way is that all cosplayers are really outgoing or really extroverted um, because we are wearing big elaborate costumes. I think they think all cosplayers have, you know, big, loud, outgoing personalities, which Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I tend to think, you know, like we've talked about before, and I think this is really common that I think the opposite tends to be true that people use cosplay. And I think cosplay maybe brings brings out their confidence more than right, right. Like it definitely like, and if you're someone who's socially awkward or normally has trouble putting yourself out there, I think cosplay can help a lot, or at least it has for me, and I know it has for other people, because you almost feel like you aren't yourself. Like, so if something, you know, if something embarrassing, like what's the worst that can happen, you know? if something quote-unquote embarrassing happens so well and also like just kind of like being at a convention in general like you're never going to see most of those people again you know like uh so that's part of it too and yeah I think that also ties in with um you know the misconception of that you know you have to act like that character like to do something you know uh to that isn't their norm and so uh 
you know, yeah, their personality. I, I would agree with that. I think a lot of cosplayers we know are a little bit more reserved normally. It, it, I think, you know, you see someone in a costume and you think, oh, that must be like a really outgoing person or they must be really confident or they must, you know, be really comfortable putting themselves out there. But I think part of it is because of the costume. Like my, right. and again, the more you cosplay, the more, like I, my personal sense of style, I think developed a lot because of cosplay. Like I wear a lot right more you know I used to be jeans and t-shirts only and I used to wear a suit to work for a while and then dress pants and like a shirt like I wore some ugly stuff to work that I would never wear to work now (laughs) but you know just like normal like generic kind of business casual I guess type of you know like dress pants and like a polo or something like I wore a polo shirt right which now I can't can't imagine but uh that's my point is that because I that's something that I kind of thought before I started cosplaying is that you know people doing this have more confidence or else you know they wouldn't be doing it I guess but I think you get it through like they go hand in hand the more you do it uh, right. The next uh, misconception and the last misconception that we have had submitted is that people just whip up things and when it actually takes years to build the skills to work quickly. Um, or even that, is- you know, some things take months and months to even after you've built up that skill set. Right, That's right. Yeah, you for know, sure. I'm a fairly proficient knitter and crocheter, but it's still like, you know, it takes time. You know, I can only do so many stitches. Like to me, I know uh, I used to teach a crochet class and there was one time I was crocheting, waiting for the class to start. And uh, there was a lady in the library and she was like, oh my God. She, well, I think maybe somebody had come to take pictures of it for like the school you know, like flyer or something. And she was like, oh my God, you're so fast at that. Like to me, it's like snail's pace because, you know, you want to get something finished. And I'm like, well, I'm only on row five because she was like, I can't believe how fast your hands move. But like, to me, I'm going, you know, snail's pace. Like I want to be done. Like this would be so much fast, you know, like why why am I doing this right and I think I think as someone to go so what you're trying like kind of off what you're saying is like to someone that maybe be maybe isn't as good at that specific specific craft or you know skill uh people that are more talented and more skilled in that exact lane you know, you look at them, and you're like, oh my gosh, that looks like you're making it look so easy or you're making, you know, like it's going so quick for you. That would take me so much longer. And, and that's not necessarily an absurd thought, you know, like that's a pretty normal thought for somebody to have. Um, and it's not, you know, meant in a, uh, oh, that that's so easy for you and it's hard for everyone else type of way. But also like that person has spent the time generally, um, if it is something that uh, they are quicker at or uh, comes easily to them, it's probably something that they've worked at for a long time and they really honed in that craft, you know, what, whatever that could be. Um, you know, I know that 
sewing things, even just on a freaking sewing machine takes me a lot less time now. Um, but you know, anything you're doing it, if you have done it for a while, it's, it's probably going to come a little bit easier and a little bit quicker for you. Yeah. Um, yeah see, and that's, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Like to do something right. well, sometimes it doesn't matter how much practice it, you have. It just takes time. Right. Like, exactly. Again, exactly. Crocheting maximum speed, the fastest crocheter in the world, it still may take 20, 30, 40 hours to finish. Right. And also people like, project. you know, it, like once again, with people, you know, you may be able to only work on it for, you know, an hour a day or whatever, right. depending on, you know, your extra time, your job, whatever, you know, you may not have as much time to commit to it as other people do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it is a misconception um, in multiple ways that like, no, I definitely think it's still a misconception. I'm just saying, you know, right. Like, right. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think all that to say, like, you know, Every, everybody works at a different pace regardless and you know depending on the skill or whatever like it, it isn't something that necessarily is going to get whipped up but also you know people that do do things uh you know that have been honing in a skill maybe are going to get things done a little bit quicker depending on what it is like once again, yeah, it is every yeah. cosplayer is a little bit different and every craft is a little bit different. So when even with a regular, like even just with a cosplay, you don't see all the failures that lead up to right all the learning experiences that lead up to right, which which product. you know is coming up on an interview that we did, but I talked about like uh we talked to a cosplayer that she does share a lot of her, you know, like trials mm. and what has happened what has gone wrong and okay okay this this is what I did with this mock-up and I didn't like this part of it so here's what I'm going to try now and and we discuss you know how how refreshing that is to see as someone who who is still kind of getting her feet um with crafting and cosplay and sewing and all of it like you know seeing that even seasoned cosplayers sometimes make mistakes and have to rethink the way they do things and uh you know make multiple versions and stuff like that like you know nobody's perfect and everybody's got stuff that yeah and like something that you look at and think is beautiful the person that made it may hate right they may only be able to see the flaws so that's another you know like it's it's all about perspective okay uh thank you guys for listening to this episode uh we hope that maybe some misconceptions were cleared up for you if you're not a cosplayer um if you are a cosplayer and you can think of other misconceptions that just have really blown your mind that people have asked you about or whatever um let us know because you know there can always be a part three um you there can follow can part three but there can be only one that's that's right um <laughs> <laughs> we got listeners that seen Highlander. Um, you can follow along with us on social media. We are on Facebook Ooh. and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Also over on the Twitter at Cosplay Pod. And ladies and gentlemen, oh, we have a TikTok. Uh, I would like to point out, since you like it, time, you think it's interesting. I don't hate the TikToks that you make of it. I do think they're kind of neat. But the TikTok was made. I thought it was a hacker. Uh, I got a notification that someone was trying to use our email to log into TikTok from China. 
something like Chinese. And I was like, uh-uh, I don't think so. Like, so I reported it as like, this isn't me. And uh, still somehow she was we'll able to make TikTok. So thanks a lot, Google, <laughs> for protecting our security. Uh, so I try to put a stop to it, but I will say, uh, you know, maybe you guys like it. If you guys like the TikToks, I'll let Paige keep doing them. If you hate them, uh, feel free to share that. And I'll be like, nope, I'll put the kibosh on it. Put the you guys it. like it. I do think, like <laughs> I said, they're, they're generally, I think you do a good job, job of picking out the best bits. So if you want to follow along with us on the TikTok, we're over there uh, at Cosplay and Cocktails. Um, and it's just clips of the episode. Uh, pictures of, didn't even look. Why? Now I gotta go get it. <laughs> now I have to make a TikTok. <laughs> Shit, I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. You can follow me on TikTok <laughs> at Cosplay Pod. Here's the thing. We have official social media now. We have the dark web social media. We have the cool underground like pirate radio um uh social media and that's mine and i am gonna put i'm gonna put hidden symbols on there for you guys to figure out if you want to follow along with us uh please do if you want to follow along with us please do <laughs> please do yeah so but if you don't want to do that you can hang out with jesse over on the email uh, yeah if you don't want to follow my tiktok don't email uh, you can send weird fish pics. You can send interesting plants and mushrooms. You can send content for our new feature, Cosplay and Cocktail Social Media uh, Deep Impact. Under the Sea, Mariana Trench. That's what it's called. Oh, cosplay pictures you'd like us to feature, episode ideas, uh, cons we should go to, Cos cosplay challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, cocktail, cocktail, holiday and recipes. Yep, cocktail, mocktail, holiday and recipes. I'm just gonna repeat everything Paige says. Um, yeah, you know the type of corrections. Again, I always try to mention corrections every episode because we do want them answers to. I ask you a question, or I'm gonna ask you a question. I call it something different every episode. That's another fun feature uh so any kind of content for that again if you want to answer the question they are for you and not just for Paige. just any kind of cosplay or podcasting or con related or content dirty. interesting yeah or like i said interesting plants and mushrooms have you seen highlander if so why is it the best movie you've ever seen in uh <laughs> you know eight sentences or less where can they send that to you can send it to our email, which is cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Um, okay, are we done? Uh, yeah, we're done. I got some content to post. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, do you think mom and dad have seen Highlander? Or cosplay mom and dad? I think what you mean. I probably. It's very we can, we can yeah. Um, I'm just going to show up at their house with Highlander at like six o'clock in the morning, ask them if that's okay. <laughs>